This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's going on, everybody? Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com coming to you from just outside the Farrell Center here in Waco, Texas, where Arkansas falls 67-64 to to Baylor in the SEC Big 12 Challenge. Oh man, uh, another road game, another chance to win, and, and quite honestly, another heartbreaker for the Razorbacks here today. Uh, to me, at least, this one feels a little bit different, though, than the others. A little bit different than at Vanderbilt uh, and at Missouri. You know, Arkansas had their chances in this one, but I don't feel like the Hogs necessarily let one slip away. I feel like two good teams played a competitive, gritty, hard-fought game. And, and you know, the Hogs, they fought, they clawed, they scrapped, but, but in the end they just came up a little bit short uh, for a variety of reasons. You know, I thought Arkansas was more poised. I thought they executed better down the stretch than we've seen in some of these road games throughout the course of the year. Um, I'm not mad. I'm not. I said going into the game that I, I didn't think that whatever the outcome was against Baylor, it wasn't going to change my thoughts on the trajectory of this team. And I feel like they're heading the direct, in the right direction. I still feel that way. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I, I kind of hurt uh, for the Razorbacks tonight. I do. Uh, because, man, they played hard. And they've earned one. They've earned a win on the road. Eventually, they're going to get over that hump. But it wasn't tonight in this one. You know, first of all, hey, shout out to Arkansas Razorback fans. You know, uh, Baylor is not an easy place to come play. Um, although I, I, maybe I was a little bit underwhelmed uh, with, you know, the, the atmosphere at times. Uh, just because, I, man, I thought it was going to really be packed out. There were more empty seats than I thought. Like, they, they just beat Kansas. Uh, you know, at home, and you got a big Saturday SEC Big 12 challenge game against a good opponent. Um, I was kind of surprised to see some empty seats, but I thought the people that were there were, were loud and, and rowdy. Uh, but the Razorback fans, there was a large contingent. Uh, you could hear them. They made their presence felt. The team noticed it and must noticed it. Um, I certainly did. I thought the Arkansas fans really traveled well, and, and I was impressed by that. So kudos to them for that. But uh, listen, you know, the Razorbacks were on their heels a little bit early in this game. They fell behind by 11 points. Uh, struggled with some turnovers. Anthony Black, look, I, I, I need to go back and look. Look, like he went knee to knee with somebody. Uh, he was not right the entire game. Uh, they struggled early on. Baylor got things going a little, a little bit, but I thought Arkansas made some great adjustments, especially on the defensive end of the floor uh, to start going to that shadow trap. We see Justin Smith be that kind of rover trapper uh, for the Razorbacks a couple years ago. He did such a great job with it. Uh, well, man, uh, Jalen Graham did a really good job in that role. Believe it or not, of all the guys on the, on the team, you would wonder who would be who it would be. I would not have guessed Jalen Graham, but he did a great job as that trapper. Um, Arkansas started to get some stops. They started to force the ball out of the, the hands of those guards, and they really started to rally back. Uh, Eric Musselman gets a technical foul there in the first half. Uh, man, it's, it's about time. I'm surprised. I think this is his first one of the season. Uh, maybe things finally boiled over on him with the way you know some of the Razorbacks games have been called um, inconsistently throughout the course of the season. But you know he got it. Suddenly Arkansas is down. You know they're down five at that point. I think it was 25 to 20 after the free throws. But the way they responded uh, the rest of the first half maybe it gave them the spark that they needed. 11-0 run 
to close the half by the Razorbacks. They kind of took control. Uh, I think stunned Baylor a little bit there. Had a 33-27 lead at halftime. Uh, man, it was just a great response by the Razorbacks on the road. Signs of a young team starting to grow up. But you knew in the second half that Baylor was going to make a run. Um, and it did, right? It did. You know, I was impressed by Baylor. Um, I, you know, they came back, they grabbed the lead there. I think it helps that they were in the bonus less than five minutes into the, into the second half. Um, it, it became a foul frenzy again. And, you know, some of it's, some of it's tic-tac. I thought both teams were playing physical. Uh, you might get a call on one end that you didn't get on the other. Like, I, I see all those things. I get it. Uh, but, man, I just want to see the kids play basketball, damn it. Like, that, that's why people buy tickets to come to the games. And I don't think some of these things were so egregious that we need to, to blow a whistle and stop every 10 seconds. Get some flow and some rhythm to the game, please, because these, some of these are becoming hard to watch. And these are two good teams that both really wanted to win. It was a hell of a game. Uh, man, I would have liked to see more basketball uh, and less stoppages and fouls and free throws. Jeez, uh, man, it's driving me nuts. Anyway, I digress. Um, you know, I think the thing about that is, though, you know, when you have seven fouls, and I've said Arkansas has a foul problem, um, whatever, when a team is in the bonus that quickly, it changes a couple things. It changes Arkansas's personnel, first of all, because you got guys in foul trouble that aren't on the floor for you, so it changes your rotations. It also changes the way you defend. You can't be as aggressive and disruptive. You got to be careful about some of those traps and some of the things that you're doing that you found success with, uh, you know, maybe in the first half where you went on that run. So it did. It did have an impact. Absolutely. Uh, you know, hiring for your small business. If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I thought it was a super competitive battle down the stretch, a lot of back and forth. Baylor had that big run, though, where they took control. I think it was a 13-2 run. Uh, they go up by seven with a minute 21 left in this game, and you're just like, man, you know, Arkansas, maybe they kind of folded a little bit here down the stretch. You know, we had a couple guys, I think, who was it, Makai and, uh, and Walsh. You know, they're, they're not on the floor. Um, AB's banged up. Mikel's out there limping around. So, you know, you got half of, half of a team, and, and the guys who are out there seem to be a little bit banged up. But, man, they were gritty. They were tough. They fought back and gave themselves a couple chances to win down the stretch. Right? I mean, you're down by three points there with under 10 seconds left. Uh, you know, Devo, you know, he, he turns the corner, he goes to the rim, he gets the two. And I know a lot of people are thinking, like, what are you, what are you doing? Um, maybe you shoot the three there and try to tie it. Well, the play had three different options uh, to get a three-pointer. Arkansas didn't have the looks. You take what the defense gives you. Uh, Devo lays it up. You know, Arkansas gets within one. They foul quickly. Good job. Good execution. Baylor, to their credit, they go and knock them down. So they've got a three-point lead. Uh, they foul up three, which is a strategy a lot of coaches use. Uh, you know, and so Arkansas goes to the line with, what was it, 2.6, 2.4 seconds, whatever it was. You're down by three. 
um, you know, and, and Devo misses the front end of the one and one, maybe you'd like to make the first one uh, and then miss the second one intentionally. But Arkansas works on, uh, you know, situations like this and they executed it perfectly because you what you want in that situation is for your shooter to flatten out into the corner and somebody to get a tip out to him to give yourself a look. Joseph Pinion flattens out into the corner. Arkansas gets the tip out to him and he's got a point blank, dead red, wide open corner three there at the buzzer uh, that would have tied the game and sent it to overtime. Uh, missed the shot, it, you know, it was off the mark. Uh, but man, they gave themselves opportunities to win, just couldn't get over uh, that hump there. So, um, you know, looking at some of Baylor's statistics, you, listen, you know, they had a couple guys there, you know, Keontae George, LJ Cryer, they combined for 44 points. Uh, a couple of really dynamic guards. We talked about that backcourt for Baylor. You know, that's a, that's a tough group there. But, you know, looking at it here, my goodness, I mean, the Hogs shot 16% better than Baylor did in the game. This is a, a Baylor team that's the number two adjusted offensive efficiency in the country. They shoot 16% better from the field. They make seven more shots from the field. They held the number two offense in the country to 33.9% shooting in their own building and 67 points and they lose by three. Um, obviously, people are going to look at, at the free throw disparity there. You know, the Hogs, 6 of 11 from the line, um, and, and Baylor, 21 of, of 24. So um, that, that's, that's tough. That's tough for the Razorbacks. Uh, you know, Council breakout game, 25 points, uh, back to kind of that high-level explosive scoring that you like to see. Devo, uh, mostly solid, five turnovers too many, but he made some big shots. He was poised uh, and clutched there down the stretch at, at times again. Um, you know, take what the defense gives you. Maybe he could have made the first free throw and missed the second there at the end. But, uh, you know, I think it's still a step in the right direction for Arkansas. Jalen Graham mentioned his, the things he did defensively, and he had some big buckets in there. Uh, boy, he missed four free throws, you know, had three turnovers. So uh, starting to see more from him, uh, but could get a little bit more consistency uh, on that end as well. I mentioned Walsh and, and Makai fouled out there. Uh, so you don't have those guys on, on the court at the end of the game. Like I said, you know, A.B.'s hurt. Mikel's limping around. He wasn't even supposed to play it at all, especially as much as he did. I think he played 23, 25 minutes and, and did a nice job. So, uh, you know, Arkansas, I think, still headed in the right direction. I think it's okay, Razorback fans, to be disappointed or, or maybe a little bit ticked off in the result, but be proud uh, of the grit and the fight and determination that this team is showing. Eventually, it's going to pay off, and they're going to get over the hump. They, they will. They're bought in. They're not folding. Uh, you know, you don't like to be 0-5 on the road. You don't like to be 14-7 and overall, like Musk said. Um, the fan base should not be happy about losing games. Uh, but, man, when you look at what this team has gone through with the injuries that they've dealt with, the guys that are out, uh, you know, some of the, the adversity that they faced, uh, they're really doing a commendable job, and they're close. Not over the hump yet, but they're getting close to it to where they can just take that last step over the top and maybe they'll start rattling off some wins here a huge huge swing game for this season coming on tuesday you're banged up you're hurting you're a little ticked off after this game but man you got a red hot texas a&m team who just won at auburn and snapped the longest home winning streak in the country uh, and they're going to come and try to knock off the razorbacks and bud walton that's tuesday night at six o'clock arkansas has to recover quickly they're not going to have much time to practice they've got to they've got to rest and recover uh, and really dive into focus, film, and get prepared for that game because Texas A&M has been a tough matchup for the Razorbacks in the past. Back to SEC play, this is where the Hogs have to get on a roll and get this season turned around a little bit uh, to reach their goals, to stay in that NCAA tournament conversation, improve their seeding, things of that nature. 
it's all SEC play from here on out. So uh, a disappointing loss. Um, you know, I've been saying this a lot lately. Maybe we saw a little bit of progress in the process, but eventually uh, this team is going to have to get over the top and, and finish one on the road. Uh, wasn't able to do that tonight against Baylor. It's been Curtis Wilkerson with Hogsports.com. Appreciate you guys, like always, uh, and, and stay tuned for our coverage from throughout the night uh, from the course of this Baylor game here and, and as we get ready to see what the Razorbacks do against Texas A&M at home on Tuesday. Appreciate you guys, as always. We'll catch you next time. Baseball has begun, which means you need to listen to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5, part of the CBS Sports Podcast Network. Join Scott White, Chris Towers, and me, Frank Samphill, every Monday through Saturday as we deliver all of your fantasy baseball needs in just five minutes. We'll break down the biggest performers, news, and prospects who could make an impact this season. Make sure to download and follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, the Odyssey app, and everywhere else podcasts are found.